Have you ever experienced an epiphany? This is Dennis Peterson, and thanks for joining me today on Reclaiming Your Legacy. Besides the primary meaning of bringing to light as in discovering the personal reality of the divine, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines epiphany as a sudden manifestation or perception of the essential nature or meaning of something, or an intuitive grasp of reality through something like an event that is usually simple and striking. For some of us as Christ followers, our memorable epiphany might be the time when we woke up to the realization that Jesus Christ truly is the Creator, without whom nothing was made that was made. John spelled out Jesus as the Word who actually declared, let there be light in the opening verses of his gospel in the Bible. I think it'd be reasonable to say that most of us who follow the Lord for years, if we really thought about it, have had quite a string of epiphanies. You know, those memorable events, moments when the light dawned on our understanding, the brilliant idea suddenly came into our thinking, the conclusion of a challenging matter became clear, or maybe we just finally were able to connect the dots. Our assignment in a world filled with darkness is to be the light and salt that defies destructive deception with truth, exposing evil while avoiding it. Ephesians 5.11 says, Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. Our responsibility to our fellow heirs to the kingdom of our Lord is to care enough for the safety of others that we'll warn them of dangers that they don't see. Ezekiel 33.6-8 says, If the watchman sees destruction coming and does not warn people, then their blood is on the hands of the watchman. This is affirmed in Ezekiel 3, 17-19, which basically states that if you see your neighbor approaching danger and don't warn him, his blood, the consequences that he faces, will be on your hands. God is our only hope for help against extremely wicked agents of our archenemy called Satan. Psalm 94, 16 and 17 says, Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Who will take his stand for me against those who do injustice? If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would soon have dwelt in the land of silence. In the light of all the fear, confusion, and deception that swirls around us in this extraordinarily challenging time, followers of Christ can't help but recognize the daunting job that we have before us. How can we honestly respond to clear mandates from God's Word regardless of the senseless mandates of demonically deceived humans? Proverbs 24.11 says, Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. Senator Ron Johnson hosted a first-ever nationally televised expert panel on medical mandates and vaccine injuries that every citizen deserves to hear. It's a travesty that many voices of godly morality and biblical truth have joined the corrupted mainstream media to avoid doing all they can to make citizens aware of this extraordinarily revealing forum of first-hand accounts from among the hundreds of thousands who have been injured by the shots. What is fairly described as the most egregious crime against humanity. You can see it on thehighwire.com and at the link that I've provided in the notes for today's program at reclaimyourlegacy.com. U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, including clinicians, scientists, lawyers, and patient advocates with people who were injured by the COVID vaccines, gave some powerful testimonies about their experiences. 
Senator Johnson and the expert panel discussed the importance of early treatment for COVID, healthcare freedom, and natural immunity. They also shared the impact of mandates on the American workforce and the economy. COVID vaccine safety concerns and the lack of transparency from federal health agencies in response to Senator Johnson's COVID oversight requests were also discussed. If you know people who only rely on mainstream media for their knowledge about the tangled web of deception and misinformation that has flooded our world since early 2020, they will be in for major surprises when you have them see input from some of the many credible scientists and researchers in what I'm about to share with you. First is a clip from the documentary film by Mickey Willis called Plandemic. Dr. David Martin categorically proves that the major voices in the promotion of the Wuhan deception are guilty of far more than fraud. This is criminal action against humanity and unprecedented intentional international treason. Listen to a few minutes of his report from the film. I'm the developer of Linguistic Genomics, which was the first platform on which you could determine the intent of communication rather than the literal artifact of communication. But we've also used that technology for a number of other applications in defense and intelligence and finance. And most notably, in the early 2000s, my company was responsible for bringing down what was, at the time, one of the largest tax frauds in U.S. history. We maintained a series of inquiries into every individual, every organization, and every company that is involved in anything that either blurs the line of biological and chemical weapons or crosses that line in any of 168 countries. In 1999, there were a million patents digitized by IBM. And those million patents were the first time human innovation had been put into an electronic digital searchable format. We took that information and we did a very simple exercise using our linguistic genomics technology. I made the horrific assessment that approximately one third of all patents filed in the United States were functional forgeries, meaning that while they had linguistic variations, they actually covered the same subject matter. In 1999, patents on coronavirus started showing up, and thus began the rabbit trail. In 2003, the Center for Disease Control saw the possibility of a gold strike, and that was the coronavirus outbreak that happened in Asia. They saw that a virus they knew could be easily manipulated was something that was very valuable, and in 2003, they sought to patent it and they made sure that they controlled the proprietary rights to the disease, to the virus, and to its detection, and all of the measurement of it. We know that Anthony Fauci, that Ralph Barrick, that the Center for Disease Control, and the laundry list of people who wanted to take credit for inventing coronavirus, were at the hub of this story. From 2003 to 2018, they controlled 100% of the cash flow that built the empire around the industrial complex of coronavirus. While we know that the coronavirus manipulation started with Dr. Ralph Barrick in 1999, Ralph Barrick is the researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, who is famous for his chimeric coronavirus research. In 2002, there was a recognition that 
the coronavirus was seen as an exploitable mechanism for both good and ill. On April the 25th, 2003, the U.S. Center for Disease Control filed a patent on the coronavirus transmitted to humans. Under 35 U.S. Code Section 101, nature is prohibited from being patented. Either SARS coronavirus was manufactured, therefore making a patent on it legal, or it was natural, therefore making a patent on it illegal. If it was manufactured, it was a violation of biological and chemical weapons, treaties, and laws. If it was natural, filing a patent on it was illegal. Then either outcome, both are illegal. In the spring of 2007, the CDC filed a petition with the Patent Office to keep their application confidential and private. They actually filed patents on not only the virus, but they also filed patents on its detection and a kit to measure it. Because of that CDC patent, they had the ability to control who was authorized and who was not authorized to make independent inquiries into coronavirus. You cannot look at the virus, you cannot measure it, you cannot develop a test kit for it. And by ultimately receiving the patents that constrained anyone from using it, they had the means, they had the motive, and most of all, they had the monetary gain from turning coronavirus from a pathogen to profit. So, is the light dawning on our understanding as Dr. Martin helps us connect the dots? The complete documentary is posted in several places on platforms like BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon, as well as a number of news sources. Don't use Google, though, ever again to find things like this. The company Google prevents users from finding things like this that don't align with their conspiratorial narrative to manipulate the thinking of the masses. A number of clips from this groundbreaking interview are now available to download, share, and repost. Spread the word and defend our human rights. Grab these clips today. You'll see a list of them at the notes for today's program at reclaimyourlegacy.com. Dr. Martin's talk at the October 2021 conference of the Weston Price Foundation shows how the 1986 Childhood Vaccine Act came to be. He points out that Dr. Fauci was selected to be the mass murder-in-chief. And if you build a story on a lie, then every derivative of the lie is still a lie. In 1984, they set out to build a singular model of what health was. The genetic manipulation of an organism to build a perpetual dependency on a pharmaceutical industry. This is an absolute must-see video, and again, look for the link for it at reclaimyourlegacy.com. There are good reasons why God's Word cautions us to test all things. Don't believe something just because I reported it. No matter how well-intentioned any of us might be, there's wisdom in Proverbs 18. We're told in verse 13 that spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Verse 17 reminds us that the one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. When we hear how a small alliance of wicked people conspired to actions that plunged the nations of the earth into World War I, we're dazzled by disbelief. 
when we learn how Stalin starved tens of millions of his own nation, we're horrified and wonder how it could happen. Now we're awakening to the reality that modern-day criminals with unbelievably devious agendas are actually determined to reset humanity with a new world order that demands global conformity to reducing the population by billions of human beings who are made in the image of God. Listen to the opening lines of a new documentary that is one of the most important information videos produced about why people worldwide are finally waking up to the agenda of genocidal globalist business elites. It's titled, Monopoly, Who Owns the World? Listen to the introduction. Dear fellow human, I think by now you have the feeling that something is not right about our current situation. But I also think that the many ill-founded conspiracy theories may have caused you to distance yourself from both the media scaremongering and from those who spread the conspiracy theories. Still I hope you will listen to me for a moment, because as you watch this video, hundreds of millions of people worldwide are falling into poverty because of the measures that have been in place for so long. And although the biggest economic crisis that we will ever experience may not have affected you personally yet, it's only a matter of time before the ripple effects also reach you and your loved ones. This is not alarmism, but the harsh reality we face. I also think that we can limit the damage and even benefit from it if we are properly and objectively informed about our current situation. Therefore, I would like to show you some easy verifiable facts that I think are essential. Less than a handful of mega corporations dominate every aspect of our lives. That may seem like an exaggeration, but from the breakfast that's on the table in the morning, to the mattress we sleep on at night, and everything we do, put on or consume in between, all are largely dependent on these corporations. These are investment companies of immense proportions, and they manage the major money flows on earth. They are the protagonists of the play which we are currently witnessing. So as not to take up too much of your time, I've summarized the most important information as briefly as possible. This visually impressive documentary is one that you absolutely want to share with everyone you know. I wish I could listen to it all with you here, but you'll have to click on the link for it in the notes for today's program at reclaimyourlegacy.com. Here's another small portion of that documentary that you may have heard about. In 2015, the UN presented its controversial Agenda 2030, which is almost identical to Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. In their own words, the UN, like Schwab, wants to ensure that by 2030, poverty, hunger, environmental pollution and disease no longer exist on Earth. It sounds like a sympathetic plan, until you read the fine print. You see, the idea is that Agenda 2030 is going to be paid for by us, the citizens. And just as it is currently required of us that we give up our basic rights for the sake of public health, we will be demanded to give up our wealth in favor of poverty reduction. These are not conspiracy theories. You can read this for yourself on our official website. In short, it boils down to this. The UN wants to take the tax money from all Western countries and give it to the mega corporations of the elite, who will be contracted to rebuild society. Globally, a completely new infrastructure is needed, because fossil fuels must be made a thing of the past, according to the UN. For this immense project, a world government is needed, says the UN. And the same UN takes it upon herself to be this global government. Just like Schwab, 
the UN also believes that a pandemic is the perfect opportunity to accelerate the implementation of Agenda 2030. It is worrisome that the WEF and the UN openly admit that they consider pandemics and other disasters as an opportunity to transform society, especially since we have seen that the elite have all the resources at their disposal to make us believe that there is a pandemic, and even to create one. So we certainly should not take these things lightly, and we should examine them carefully. And when we do that, we come across things that are even more troubling. On Friday, October 18, 2019, Months before the pandemic was declared, a meeting was held at the Pierre Hotel in New York City for a select group of about 130 very important guests, including politicians and the world's most respected medics and pharmacists. The purpose of the meeting was to simulate the possible scenarios in the event of a global pandemic. This could be a coincidence, you might say. For this simulation, however, a coronavirus was used as an example. The simulation covered in detail how the coronavirus would develop and how they could only control this through the intensive collaboration of entire industries, governments and government agencies. Once again, a new world order to save us from destruction. Does it surprise you when I tell you that this meeting, called Event 201, was organized by none other than the World Economic Forum, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the John Hopkins Institute? This is not a conspiracy theory. Check the official website of Event 201 for yourself. Are we seeing more clearly that we all have a serious job ahead of us to do as we're commanded in Scripture to not participate in evil works of darkness, but rather expose them? A successful naturalistic medical doctor with 1,600 patients, including many who have been inoculated, has to protect her identity publicly. She shares very credibly a simplified science analysis of what the toxic and unwarranted shots do in their victims. The audio portion of her recording that was put on Facebook is about five minutes long and is included in the additional notes that are found on today's program if you go to reclaimyourlegacy.com. But here are the main points that she brought up. The first in the series of shots include a number of unspecified known toxic ingredients. It's designed to reduce your body's production of white blood cells by 50%. Dose number two is deliberately scheduled for eight weeks after number one to nullify the body's natural restocking production of white blood cells by another 25%. The subsequent first booster shot includes 81 strands of foreign bacteria that your body has no defense to fight with 75% reduction in white blood cells. The ensuing inflammatory response will focus on areas in your system where you've experienced previous health challenges. When the second booster with eight strands of HIV is added to this compromised condition, your body is completely prevented from making white blood cells a condition that is equivalent to human immunodeficiency virus. HIV is a viral infection that attacks normal cells that naturally help the body fight infection, making a person more vulnerable to other infections and diseases. Scientists who are familiar with the implications of all this assault on the body's natural defense system anticipate that 20 to 30 percent of a population receiving the actual dosage of the injected agents will die with each successive dose. 
after a victim has received four or more doses of the toxic agent, they'll effectively become dependent on continuous administrations of further doses called boosters, making him similar to a diabetic person who is dependent on pharmaceutical insulin to survive. Every single animal that was included in the research studies using the kinds of ingredients found in these toxic injections died prematurely soon after being injected. Like you, my wife and I have known about several people who have tragically died either with COVID or exclusively from it. We know that often when a patient enters the hospital, they end up being treated by endotracheal intubation, which has resulted in a mortality rate of over 80%. We've also learned that unlike when treating any other similar virus throughout all of medical history, the medical community, with the influence of governmental and private medical agencies supported by the mainstream media, has suppressed any attempts to find early treatment to keep patients from requiring hospitalization. Don't take my word for it. Please look it up yourself and see the links that are at the, at the notes today for today's program at reclaimyourlegacy.com. When life-saving measures are deliberately filtered out by powerful influencers to provide needed solutions to our fellow humans, the watchmen see the urgency to intervene. What has been suppressed? Treatments that have proven in a wide variety of circumstances to reduce hospitalizations and mortalities by over 80%. Again, don't take my word for it. Be a Berean. Check to see if these things are true first, before repeating facts and stats copied and pasted from APP, CNN, or Facebook. The bottom line is the truth of Hosea's declaration that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, Hosea 4.6. Yet we have the opportunity to rescue those who are being taken away to death, as it says in Proverbs 24.11. Before you see a friend go to the hospital suffering seriously from a possible viral infection, be sure they see the link to a short video telling the other side of the story about recommended treatments. It's from OAN, One America News Network. The story of ivermectin sheds light on the history and benefits of the drug. Despite doctor testimonials, clinical trials, and the international studies showing the efficacy of ivermectin, Mainstream media continues to suppress information regarding the drug as a treatment for COVID-19. How can any of us honestly decline to share such life-saving insight with those who are literally being led away to their own slaughter by our corrupted government and compromised medical establishment? See it and all the other important things that we've talked about on today's program when you go to reclaimyourlegacy.com. And while you're there, we sure would appreciate it if you'd consider making a donation. Ask the Lord to help you in guiding you as to how you might be able to help. Until next time, this is Dennis Peterson. Thanks for joining me today on Reclaiming Your Legacy. I encourage you to take the time to go to the website, reclaimyourlegacy.com, and listen to the links that are provided for the uh, things that we've talked about in this program. And I wanted to make sure that I give that little four and a half, five minute section that was provided by the natural doctor that we talked about earlier. Uh, the recording isn't that good, but I wanted to make sure that you hear it right from her own mouth. I think you'll find it very interesting. I am a natural doctor and I have 1600 patients. Many are vaccinated, just to give you a little bit of backstory about my credibility. 
what I've seen so far and what I've learned is all information from physicians, medical physicians, um, natural physicians, and also um, immunization of virology doctors, things like that, um, and then also nurses. So what I'm about to share with you is the first vaccine, the second vaccine, and then the boosters and what it does to your body. The first vaccine, as it goes into your body, it has a small amount of saline and then a bunch of uh, ingredients that are very uh, catastrophic to your cellular system. What that does to your immune system, which is your bone marrow, your thymus gland, your spleen, and all other systems associated with your immune system, it decreases the ability to produce white blood cells by 50% from your first vaccine. Then eight weeks later, which is white blood cell reproductive system so your ability to make another generation of white blood cells is eight weeks that's why they set it up eight weeks later to hit it again so you hit the white blood cell ability while it's down so now what you do is now they are they 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 decrease the saline in the second one and they increase the uh, harmful ingredients so now you have a shift in the ingredients so they decrease the saline and increase so now there's a shift and then what they do is that second dose attacks your ability to make white blood cells by an additional 25%. So now you only have a uh, white blood cell ability, like the ability to make white blood cells functioning at 25%. So you just wiped out 75% of your military and the ability to, to make that military. Then what they do is the set in the booster. The booster has 81 strands of foreign bacteria that your cells have never come across so you don't have the antibodies to fight it but you only have 25 percent of your white blood cell production to be able to fight it so it's a losing battle so then what you starts to happen is you start to get chronic inflammation that goes to the areas that you had uh you had predisposition so if you were someone that has gut health issues that's your area that it's going to focus on and you're going to have inflammation in the gut health if it's respiratory if you have uh tumor or cancer or if you have say endometriosis or you have a skin condition whatever that is it's going to inflame that area because now the body has hit the sympathetic nervous system which is the fight or flight and the body has is in a chronic uh inflammatory state with a low immunity and a low immune response then you get your second booster what the second booster has is it has eight strands of hiv and now what that does is it completely shuts off your ability to make white blood cells. And if you Google what that disease is, it is HIV. So now we have people that are walking around with no immune system, no ability to make an immune system, 81 strands of foreign bacteria, and then also eight strands of foreign HIV, along with all the other harmful ingredients. And then they remove all the saline from the first and second booster. Now, to make matters worse, during this process, 20 to 30% of the population is going to die every single series of this process. There's four series. They have three more boosters that are coming out. And the reason why is because once they make you so that your immune system can't make white blood cells anymore, you become dependent on the boosters to survive, just like someone becomes dependent on insulin. Big Pharma is looking for people that either die off to protect our uh, population control and then those that don't die off we will have reoccurring customers for life with the boosters so that they will be able to maintain income and collect the money back 
from all the funding that they put in to make these vaccines in the first place. So hope you um, hope that was helpful. I hope that you listened to this properly and I hope that you take the time to do your own critical thinking and just give it two to three years. Every single animal that was part that participated in this study for any of these vaccines had a hundred percent death rate. And I encourage you all to just take a moment, look around you and, um, and just wait it out and let's just see what, uh, let's let nature take its course and let's just see what happens. Thank you. If you thought that short insight was helpful, You'll be pleased to see the three-minute testimony by Dr. Kevin Stillwagon before the Orange County Commissioners in California. Listen. You are making some really bad decisions based on fear of a virus that has about a 99% survival rate for most of us. That is unsubstantiated fear. So let me give you a couple of things to truly be fearful about. That mask that you keep insisting that people wear decreases the amount of oxygen in your lung tissue. We now know that this virus uses something called a furin cleavage site to merge with your lung tissue to infect you. And it works better with decreased oxygen. And peer-reviewed research clearly shows that wearing a mask increases your chances of developing an upper respiratory infection 13 times more than a person not wearing a mask. So I would stop wearing a mask immediately if I were you. Secondly, this shot that you insist on people getting gives you absolutely no protection against infection. It is the innate immune system that protects you from infection by using dendritic cells, T cells, and natural killer cells without antibodies ever becoming involved. This shot has one goal. And that goal is to make antibodies. These antibodies circulate inside of you and cannot prevent an infection. They can only react to something that has already gotten inside of you. They cannot keep something out. The shot decreases the ability of your innate immune system to keep viruses out by 60%. And a booster shot will reduce it even more. Even worse, the antibodies that are created by this shot can no longer neutralize variants and actually enhance the virus' ability to infect you. It should be painfully obvious to you by now that fully vaccinated people are getting sick. And this will continue to get worse if you keep trying to jab people while a virus is trying to spread. The variants are emerging from the vaccinated population. This so-called vaccine is still being administered on what's called an emergency use authorization. It is not FDA approved. The FDA approved a biological licensing application for a product called Comirnaty. The application was approved, not the product. Comirnaty is not available in the United States. Therefore, by law, you cannot force people to take this drug without informed consent and without animal trials to prove that it is safe. Mayor Demings, please look at me. You, sir, are in violation 
of the United States Constitution and the Nuremberg Code, you will be held accountable. Good day. As we learn more and take precautions of what can be done personally to keep our loved ones safe, the Holy Spirit reminds us to do certain things that we can control while we trust in God to do the things that we can't control. He says in Psalm 37, verse 7, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Wait. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers will be cut off. They will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked man will be no more, and you will look carefully for his place, and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. When the wicked plots against the righteous, and gnashes at him with his teeth, the Lord laughs at him, for he sees his day coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slay those who are upright in conduct. Their sword will enter their own heart, and their bows will be broken. Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright, for the man of peace will have posterity. But transgressors will be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked will be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Read that again. Ponder it. Let the Holy Spirit comfort you with it. But take the actions that you must in order to achieve the solutions that you want.